You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, $5, $10, or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hello, this is Bradley Martin with the Screener Squad. No joke openings today, but we do all have our back braces on because we're going to be doing some heavy lifting, (laughs) talking about I May Destroy You, created by Michaela Cole, also starring Michaela Cole as Arabella. She's living in the UK, living it up, writing. And dealing with sexual assault, dealing with intimacy, connection to other human beings, uh, compliance. There are so many themes in this series. The series brought to you by HBO. You don't need Max. As long as you have the HBO network, you'll be able to watch this. And she's coming straight off of her creative work on Chewing Gum, which was a Netflix gem, I believe, back in the day. So there is so much to talk about with this. I'm going to introduce my other critics with me here. We have Santi. Hello. And she's been on some heavy shows with me before. Always ready to knock it out of the park, though. It's Gina. Howdy ho there, neighbor. And, of course, we're all going to be strutting our stuff, showing our swagger when, you know, in a couple of years, I'm going to be saying, you know, uh, I used to talk on a podcast with this guy. We got Alex. Hey, how's it going? So... This is a 12-episode series, averaging around 25 to 30 minutes an episode. Very surreal. In your face. There's been words thrown around about it. Raw, powerful, courageous. What just happened, even, has been thrown around. Very shocking. Definitely want to be aware of uh, who you are as a person and what can upset you for days before you watch this. Um, I'm going to put the horse ahead of the cart here, though. I think... This definitely should be seen. But enough about me feeling uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys think? Um, I mean, I loved this show because it's 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 in the vein of why I love HBO. It's they don't always execute, but every now and again, and I'm thinking about a trek that goes back into my adolescence. I've had HBO since I was. I think around 11, my parents just like gave me cable with HBO. So I was a child watching all kinds of things. And I have to say that it like gave me a perspective to the human uh, perspective and just like the human condition in a way that I probably wasn't prepared for in a lot of instances. And this is no exception. I mean, this is a visceral um, journey through the mind of someone and it and the perspective doesn't really change other than from this one person's mind which is what makes this so interesting to me i may destroy you is such an aptly name such an apt name for the series because it's 
really only from the perspective of the main character who is you know also the writer director i don't know if she directs all the shows but i know that she did a few of them and uh you know um i i do think as far as uh quality of i i know that we all want to get into the the real the meat but i do want to say that this series looked great the music was awesome um i think that like everything about this was very well executed the colors i I really thought it was just awesome like 10 out of 10 as far as like execution for aesthetics is concerned um and as far as content well i mean i'd like to hear what other people have to say because i may you know unload some things in my final thoughts that i may not want to repeat so i don't know alex what did you think um i mean i'm glad that you talked about the music because i am a huge janelle monet fan and clearly (laughs) she is too so it was very nice to hear a lot of uh the discography uh that janelle monet had prior to her kind of blowing up um I also agree with the cinematography of the show. I I just genuinely enjoy UK shows over American shows in general. And this show really felt organic. Nothing felt forced. The pacing, the editing, the costume design, the characterization, everything just seemed to be so unified and cohesive and it just flowed this is what i want in a television show especially one where we're following a narrator who we know is unreliable but isn't unreliable because they're not mentally stable it's just they're unreliable because it's solely their perspective so we can't make a holistic you know criticism of all the other characters because we're solely getting it from their perspective but i also like how the other characters were fleshed out and you could still see their perspective and still understand their motivations without diminishing them just because we're following our main character so yeah for me the production of this is i just i'm always at a loss for words and i always was like if i ever did a show i want it to be this because I grew up on HBO also. Like, I love HBO. I think what Dream On was like my first little sneakeroo. But I would sneak. I'm showing my age. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I would try to sneak and watch that show. But it was just always nice to see a show where uh, I see me in a lot of ways. And beyond race, I see me in a lot of this show. So it's been a nice transition with HBO. Oh, that's great. Uh, Alex. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, all right. You guys want to get dark? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so this one hit me in a lot of very personal ways and not to give to, you know, not to reveal too much, but I'm uh, I'm a I'm a rape survivor. And this show really uh, destroyed me. <laughs> I mean, not to put a fine point on it, but, you know, there's something about this show that I I found really, you know, on multiple levels, just incredibly impactful and moving. I, I'm not gonna lie, I put off watching this show for a very long time, and you know, this review was coming up, and I was like, I guess I gotta, I gotta dive in. And I watched them like, you know, six at a time. I watched them basically in two big sittings, and uh, it was, it was a lot. But one of the things I would like to talk about is, I was talking to someone about the show about when I was about halfway through my after my first chunk of the show. This is about a few weeks ago, and someone said to me, um. You know, I love the show, but I think it's really convenient 
that every single person she knows like has a similar experience to Arabella. And, you know, oh, her friend Kwame has this thing and her friend Terry has this thing. And, you know, it, it feels too convenient. And I said, well, you know, the reality is, is you know, um, this thing happened to me. And then when I started telling people about about my experience, I was really shocked by how many people said, oh, I also have a story like that. Because the reality is that a lot of people have been sexually assaulted, but they're not always mm -hmm. in the dramatic, you know, what, what I call the SVU yep, story. Yep. You know, the main event that happens to Arabella is when you say rape, what most people think of. Like, yes, this is a violent assault, but there are many other kinds of rape that aren't so dramatic and, you know, I, cinematic, really, that are far more subtle and, you know, quietly devastating. So you see that when Kwame goes to report his own assault and how they go, well, that's not really rape, even though the emotional effect is exactly the same as Arabella's. So I really liked how the show illustrated just how widespread this issue is even if it's not you know the the tv friendly version that you know would be built around an episode of law and order so i really appreciated just how they did that i'm so glad you brought that up because i mean as someone who's also a fellow rape survivor shout out to us trying to stay afloat yeah the one thing that struck me in the many times I cried and it was not tears of being triggered. It was tears of joy was because I finally felt like somebody heard me. I've never gotten any mm -hmm. type of legal justice. I've had police question me. I've had family members say I was lying. So to watch the show and to see Arabella go through all this and although she didn't get the retribution, we all wanted her to have. The fact that she was able to capture mm -hmm. all the nuanced complexities of all the things they don't tell you, like what it's like to survive something traumatic is just, it's hands down the best writing I've, I think I've witnessed my entire life. Um, and I watch a lot of stuff. <laughs> I watch a lot of movies and television. I, that's all I do pretty much. And I have yet to see any type of literature, music, or film capture what it's like to survive trauma, specifically rape trauma, the way that this show did. And it didn't destroy me. The thing was, it really affirmed me personally. It just affirmed everything I knew. She just got everything, like, from the way I thought, like, everything. It was really, really uncanny how accurate she got everything. It was like she literally took a, a screenshot of my diary or a screenshot of my depression. And I also like the fact that there was drug use. It, it just everybody was flawed. Everyone was human. And it was written with such grace mm -hmm. and such care. Uh, but it didn't it didn't wasn't pompous or take itself too seriously. So for me, it was the writing that really just struck it out of the park for me. But I'm glad you brought that up, Alex. I really am. And kudos to you. Thank you for still being here. I know it can get a little rough. So, Likewise. And, you know, especially, you know, watching the show, I was kind of reminded of, you know, oh, fuck, you know. And everyone, I, I just, not not to gush, you know, I'm also, I'm thrilled you're here too, mm -hmm. I know, especially, you know, given recent events. It's sort of like, it feels like it's one thing after another. But with this show, I felt like that grace you talked about is really there in the final episode. And that, like, that's where I lost my mm, mind. Because yes. they really... You know, if, if you don't have closure, you know, I know you don't, I don't have closure and there's no sense of justice, but what you have is you have these, you know, for lack of a better word, these fantasies of if I did confront this person, what would that look like? You know, 
or if if I could talk to that person, what would we talk about? And I like how not to give anything away, but like the finale deals with those questions of like the what ifs. Yeah, I really just thought that was really beautiful and. You know, wow, what a show! I mean, would I w- am I going to watch it again? Maybe not for a few years, <laughs> but um, I, I definitely like cannot speak more highly of the caliber of writing and and acting. I mean, you know, she she what she wrote and like created and stars and all of that produced it. So, like, fuck how how she managed to pull off this incredible magic trick is sort of beyond me. Um, it's not a perfect show. I think it has some pacing problems, especially as they near the end. Um, but when you look at the mountain of things that this show does well, like, oh, a few pacing issues with certain subplots, it feels so minor. Sure. Yeah. And a lot of it is hard to follow, but it's supposed to be, especially in retrospect, you know, we get flashes of memories and flashes of traumatic memories that even a lot of the characters don't recognize. Uh, especially as the show goes on and she remembers something very specific about her father. And that's another thing this show does so brilliantly. She's remembering something and a lot of the times recollecting things that she and anybody would want to forget. Grief is rarely approached in that sort of way in uh, filmmaking and, of course, storytelling. So, wow. And uh, just to get on both of your points, what happened to Kwame that scene the whole time it was happening Mm -hmm. i was like this seems completely unnecessary and gratuitous but then the next scene being this person taking down a statement kind of like well what what is that is that even real you just sound like you're being dramatic i was like that was horrifying and uh, as you both said and i've come to find out by looking up stories on the internet very relatable and that makes me very upset. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds I mean, I, I, I can echo the fact that you'd be surprised how many people have had experiences close to that. And I think that this show attempts to put that out on the table in the most nonchalant manner um, that I think has ever been done previously. I mean, I, it, it does seem like there's at least in some way, um, Arabella, like, comes into a state of mind where she has made rape palatable in society as just something that is a consequence of itself, Mm. which is like dark and just twisted and, and wrong, but also just kind of, uh, Oh, maybe it's like a coping mechanism that was, was, was occasion, but that's something that like I felt was present. And it was definitely something that made me like, not I mean, it made me pretty sad and just kind of just, made me kind of just think about how totally tragic this world can be because I do feel, and then maybe this is because I've never known anybody to be murdered, but I feel that rape is so much more tragic than murder. Maybe because the person that is violated is still around, Mm. but I've always thought it to be that way. It's just like, it's just very hard to absorb that the act. And when this show introduced it in the way that it did, um, I was confused and um, definitely uncomfortable um, at first for obvious reasons. And um, I do think that I've come out with like a new perspective of just how, I mean, kind of like how I like said, like it's at least that your friends had the realization that this is something that, you know, is, is, is so incredibly common that the, 
telling the story is probably going to become more common. And that's just a real about face that I'm not sure that everybody is ready for. So I think that Bradley was right in saying that this show could offend a lot of people. Um, I'm glad that nobody here is offended um, because that certainly shows, you know, some some breadth as far as, you know, your, your, your open-mindedness is concerned. But all in all, um, a great show. I think that it definitely um, is going to be one that I won't forget for, for a while. And um, I'll just lead into my final thoughts and say that this um, was definitely something that I think is going to make the, 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 the lead in this person is going to become a huge star after this show. Um, I feel like this won't be the last of what we see from uh, Michaela. Am I saying this name? Michaela? Michaela Cole? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I'm going to get whispered out as being great for a long time now. And this is just another, obviously, proof of concept with her work that she's going to be a star in whatever field she wants, apparently, of course. <laughs> but go on, Santi. Uh, yeah. Um, I could talk about this show for a long time. It's got a lot of intricacies. I encourage everyone to watch it. 12 episodes is, it seems like a lot, but it's, uh, it's pretty easy to ingest. Like I binge this, um, like I found myself watching it until like five in the morning one night. Um, I, I hopped on this review a little late, so I had to catch up and that was no trouble at all. Um, the show is awesome. I'm going to give it uh, nine out of 10 white lines. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I'm going to go into my final thoughts next, even though I'm the leader of this review, uh, Santi, <clears throat> and let Gina and Alex have the final words, because, you know, when someone has a story to tell, we need to listen. So, this was a very difficult watch. Fortunately for me, none of it was confusing. Like, there's a scene where a dude throws his condom off during sex without saying. And it was all like, oh, what? Did that fall off? What? And right away, I'm like, you fucking rapist. You know, because I was raised. And I thank my mother so much for setting me straight as a adolescent and teen on what consent is. Really, mom, if you listen to these reviews, you have no idea how thankful I am for that. And there's a ton of, I realize issues the show covers on what consent is yes taking your condom off without telling your partner you are a rapist if you do that yes leading someone into a sexual um, encounter with false pretenses that makes you disgusting don't do that it's uh, there's a good line in this and i don't like to say lines from shows because it's spoilery but uh, she says you're not kind of rapey you're not a pervert you're a sexual predator and a rapist. Deal with it. Stop hurting people. Ugh. And this really is an important show. Because we're living in the time of rape apologists. And it's disgusting. I'm going to give this eight promises to McDonald's out of ten fathers that don't show up. <laughs> Damn. Right? <laughs> um, Jeez. Um, I, I love, I love this show. I love a lot of things about it. Um, like I said before, I think it really does a good job of illustrating just how many different ways someone can be sexually assaulted. And I love how this show really leans away from the idea of a perfect victim. Cause I think that so often people like, you know, you watch SVU, it's the same, you know, weepy person who's crying or angry. And there's like kind of the two things that they have, but reality is, you know, a terrible thing can happen to you but you can still be 
you know, not have the best way of dealing with those things. You know, we see her really spiral out and go through different phases of reckoning with this horrible thing that happened to her and dealing with her trauma. And it's not always easy. And sometimes she says and does the wrong mm -hmm. thing, you know, um, there, you know, and there's thoughtlessness there that feels very real. You know, she does something to Kwame that in her mind is like a fun, you know, kind of party move. But in reality, she was sort of re-traumatizing her friend. And, you know, when, when this is shown to her, she denies, like, no, I wasn't. Like, what are you talking about? And you can see how it's really more than just, you know, actions of an individual. There's an entire culture that, you know, of, of sexual assault that normally talks about or, I don't know. I think I'm just kind of rambling at this point, but I, I thought this was a really wonderful and graceful, nuanced show, especially where it ends up. Um, I was profoundly moved the entire time, and yeah, a lot to you know, a lot to keep thinking about this show, you know, for for months to come. Um, and I cannot wait to see what Michaela Cole does next. I mean, you know, after this, like, you know, give her all the money to do whatever she wants. <laughs> um, I give this, I give this nine wigs out of ten. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad that we all are acknowledging Kwame's story because a lot of black queer men voices are often silenced in these narratives. Uh, and mm -hmm. it's just something that to me personally, I have many friends who who've gone through that and to see their voices and their stories told through a character and it's a beautiful character and acted very well. Uh, to me, it was just, nothing but thank you and nothing but flowers to the entire cast crew and the studio and I, I don't like corporations but hbo you know you're all right in my book uh i i joke often about my trauma because for me that's where i find comfort and the mm -hmm. fact that Arabella is me was very um, <laughs> very scary to realize and the accountability that she ended up taking in finishing her book literally inspired me to do the same and finish my book uh, it, I don't know a lot of people say co coincidences is God's way of being anonymous and I think this is yeah, yeah, I didn't come up with that. That's a saying. But uh, <laughs> I think this definitely was a coincidence and a much needed one because I haven't dealt with my trauma. I have 13 years under my belt of repeated assaults. And the fact that I celebrate years where things don't happen to me, uh, even though that's my way of coping, I'm still living in the past, much like how she kept revisiting the bar is living in the past physically. So the fact that her and her writers were able to capture all these different ways that trauma manifests itself in the way we don't take accountability for ourselves and so on and so forth. It was definitely needed for everyone. This is a show for everyone, not just rape survivors, not just folks who have done some shady things. The friendship between her and the, the thing they keep saying, um, your death is my death, just that type of friendship and the changing of friendships. It's just in a phenomenal show. And to handle so many philosophical and emotional and psychological cultural like concepts, she juggled that so well. And it doesn't feel overstuffed and forced and it doesn't go on for too long. Uh, it, it's to me again this is one of the best television shows and one of the best pieces of art pretty much of our century 
So thank you for doing this. Thank you all who are involved. And I will give this a 10 out of 10 text that should have been deleted when uh, her best friend <laughs> told uh, oh boy to leave her there. That was a, oh man. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. Oh. I, Arabella is better than me because I'd have been blocked and deleted her. I'm sorry. Like, I don't have that type of... I'm a oh, Venus yeah. and Scorpio. It's not <laughs> happening over here. But yeah, 10 out of 10 for me. Just perfect across the board. All right. I, I, I kind of just loved how, how they showed certain events just objectively, mm-hmm. like the scene in Italy with, with Terry, and she watches the guys leave, and it's clear to the audience what happened. Yeah. You know, like, oh, they, they, they totally, like, did this whole thing. But she doesn't really think of it that way. And I love how the show plays with, like, perception and, and objectivity yep. and... Anyway, I'll I'll shut up now. But <laughs> I did feel like I was in a total different universe. I want to be honest. I put the subtitles on for this because I was having trouble following what they were saying in a lot of the episodes. Um, but huge silver lining to that: whenever the music starts playing, it tells you who the artist and what the song is. So I was taking notes. It's pretty cool. It's very cool. Oh yeah, the show. Spotify for this show is just my writing playlist yes. now. <laughs> like that's nice. that's just what I've been playing constantly I'll have to check that out 